All right, everybody, this is Ugly Bonfire. It's a new episode, and we're doing something a little different today. It's about this new TV show that's out called The Walking Dead, and uh, we're going to try to follow this TV show for a while to see if it's uh, worth following. Basically, it's a new show. It's on AMC, and it's on Sunday nights, and it's following this uh, award-winning comic book called The Walking Dead, and I've never really read the comic book. I did actually take a look at it today. Um, and the first episode pretty much follows the first couple comic books. Um, it's basically a post-apocalyptic south, southern portion of America near Atlanta, and we're following this uh, sheriff's deputy as he is he's newly... <clears throat> he was wounded in a, in a firefight right before this apocalypse, and he wakes up. In the hospital, and all the zombies have pretty much taken over, and he is now on route to Atlanta, hope to hopefully find his son and his wife. And it has some nice pedigree behind it. What's his name? Darabont. Darabont. Pretty much writing it, and he directed his first episode. And uh, it sounds like he's going to be pretty much involved with the whole season. Is that how you? Is that how you uh, heard that? This is my brother. I think- I think so, but the first season is only six episodes, so and I'm sure it will be have another season, you know, picked up. And I wonder if he will be as hands on as he's been for the first part. I doubt it, but I, he probably looked at these six episodes as just like one movie, so that's why he's so he was so uh, involved. I wonder. Yeah, I really got the feeling that they're looking at this as a movie, especially I watched this making of, and, you know, all the cameramen are like, this is basically a big movie on a TV show schedule. And this first episode sure feels like a movie to me. I think the first thing that, the first thing that I really liked about it was that, uh, it seemed like it was taking it really realistic, and uh, um, <clears throat> it wasn't really playing the zombies for camp or humor. I'm not sure why. I hope it is a little somber, but I hope it. I hope it sticks to the serious uh, thread. I got a feeling it's gonna. It, the comedy is gonna kick into the high gear as more characters. I don't know anything. You know, I've never read the comic. I looked at it once, and I didn't, I didn't uh, pursue it. I actually I had read real bad reviews of the comic, uh, like that it was just sort of boring and kind of blah. Um, so I have no desire. Even now, I have no desire to read it. I'd rather just have it unfold this way. But yeah, I have I just, a feeling. I have a feeling that as more characters are introduced, they'll probably up the uh, comedy. Maybe I don't know. Yeah. I think there might be a little bit of comedy coming because at the end of that first episode when he's in the tank, there's kind of a joke at the end and there's the sort of like snappy music comes in. I feel like there's going to be a little bit, it's going to be a little bit of a release because it can't, it can't really stay at this tone the whole time through. Um, I did, like I said, I did look at the comic today. Um, It's all in black and white and it's pretty, uh, it pretty much followed exactly what they did. Um, he, it's a little bit out of sequence, and uh, the the father and the son that he meets up with is a little bit less less uh, 
less explained, but I thought it was pretty pretty close. Do you think that do you think those characters are are done with? Or do you think Oh, I think like, that guy's gonna come back. I think that I think it will see that son I think they're gonna end up in in, in uh Atlanta too. Yeah. I hope so. I, I like that. Yeah, it, it, I mean, they were good, and I thought their, I thought the dad's acting was very good. But I also sort of like the fact that they maybe wouldn't come back, and then that's kind of how the show goes. Like you get these little vignettes of characters that have these little dramas, and then you move on. Then our American, you know, main character moves on to the next town, and he's gonna—I don't know—that's that, something yeah. appealing about that. Yeah, it could be. I mean, that's why you, that's how you can do a series like. Uh, um. You know, you like just turn off into these other characters as you're going along. I, right, I it's like, like that too. There's the thing that I really like is that I hope that this this comic book has a like an ending, like we're on a story arc. You know, I think it's still. Like, I hope we're not we're not going into another lost like just thing that goes on forever. Yeah. And um, I get a feeling that there's probably some kind of resolution that we're going to work ourselves up to if it makes it like as a popular show. Well, it's, I, I believe it's still going. I don't know if it did end, but that I think that is the biggest potential uh, problem with it is where is the story going to go? I mean, the world's, you know, it's the end of the world. So, I mean, I don't know. It it, it, it has such, the deck is stacked so high against it, having, you know, it being a, uh, you know, what could the story be other than just a band of survivors surviving? I don't know what else that it, what it could be. Is they're going to, is the zombie zombie going to get cure? Are they going to cure this disease? Is the world going to go back to normal? I don't I don't see, foresee a story like that. So, and then that brings me to my biggest. And even though it's only one episode in, I don't know how much you can complain about it, but I don't I don't like uh, the thought of this whole I got to get to my family storyline being our guys. To me, that's just uh, I don't know. The search for his wife, who ends up being, you know, she's cheating on him. The son, who doesn't seem to be interesting at all. I, I'm not looking forward. I'm not looking forward to that being the the driving point of this guy's quest. I gotta find my wife. I gotta find my son. It just seems kind of blah. Maybe it'll get better. But from what little I saw of those characters, I was like, eh, I don't, I don't, I don't, I'm not, I don't foresee myself caring about this woman and this son. So really? I don't know. I think that it's interesting. I mean, I think that the reveal that uh, his uh, buddy, his uh, partner cop, is actually having an affair with the woman. Yeah. I thought that was really interesting writing. I thought the way that the way that the, it was revealed that the uh, you know he he flips down his uh, visor in his car and there's a picture of them right after you see them. You see his partner with the other woman. Right. With the woman. I thought it was really good writing. Really, really. Uh, it really foreshadows what we're going to see. I mean, once they meet up, which they're probably going to meet up, and it's you know it's going to be they were obviously in this affair before all this happened, right? Right. Um, um let me. Get, I'm going to get some more quibbles out of the way. I didn't like the, uh, the I didn't like the fact that the character wakes up from a coma or a supposed coma or whatever and misses the entire thing. Not that I wanted to see. And they didn't have the budget, obviously, to show the the outbreak and the chaos. Obviously, I don't need to see that, but it was too much. Like twenty eight days later, and I just looked it up earlier today. Like, which one came first? Because both characters they wake up in a hospital and they're yeah, think they're in. They came out the same year, I think. I think I think they both either came out in two thousand three or 
28 Days Later came out one year before. Um, so I don't know. Maybe that's just a, a case of, you know, spontaneous story development. They both thought of the same idea, but it was just too similar. I didn't like that. And I didn't like the fact that, okay, so you're telling me, okay, fine, this outbreak supposedly happens real fast, I assume, but no effort was made by his family to go get this guy? And, uh, you know what I mean? Go get him in this hospital room? Uh, and I, I, I think it could have been solved very easily with, I don't know if you remember, he's, he's, he's leaving his, ho- his uh, hospital room, and there's a bed up against his doorway. There's like a hospital bed, like pushed up against, as if maybe that was, nobody went in there because of that door or that was blocked. Something could have done, been done a little bit more with that, and it could have been, my questions could have been uh, put, put away. If just throw a, have, a, have the roof collapse so that his door is blocked. I just didn't buy that he was, he, was, he was untouched in this room that didn't seem to be blocked or, or locked from the zombies. And I don't know. I mean, maybe that'll be explained. Like, later the wife will say, oh, we tried to get you and blah, blah, blah. So, I don't know. Maybe that'll still come happen. But Right. I'm with, <laughs> I'm with you, on the, you on, the, uh, on the waking up from the hospital. I think Terry's on the call. Terry, right, did you hear that? We're talking about... Yeah. yeah in fact, with, uh, this oh, is I wanted to go ahead and chime in. The comparison with 28 Days Later and uh, and this one that they kind of wake up after everything has already happened and if it's a if it's a rip off and how do you feel about mm-hmm. that? Well, you know, I was thinking about that myself and I guess it wasn't um, that questioning about why he you know why he survived and why no one tried to get him, but I did think that that was the the least realistic part of everything, oh, aside from the zombies themselves. <laughs> <laughs> but but what I liked was, you know, the beginning, I think... Hey, Bill, hey, Bill, that, Bill I'm going to call right back, okay? Okay. I'm going to call right back. All right. Okay. Okay, so what I was going to say is that uh, I thought it might there might have been a very intentional echoing of the beginning of 28 Days Later, but in 28 Days Later, the movie opened with the actual outbreak, and in this, they never do show how the outbreak really started, but it starts instead with him, how he wound up in the hospital. And it seemed to be a reverse. You know, 28 days later, you hear the story later, but you didn't really see him before the outbreak. And I, so I was thinking maybe this was an intentional signal that the focus is more on the people than it is on the, on the outbreak and on the virus and on the zombies. That was just my thought. Yeah. But, you know, I, I thought more than once there was a really intentional echo of another zombie movie and then also a deliberate turning in a different direction. And I, I liked that, actually. What is the other zombie I'm interested to know that. Um, let me think. Well, I, I was thinking um, the, the, the high-powered rifle shooting of... Yeah, yeah. 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 And, That's okay. The- that's like Day of the Dead, the one where they're at the mall. Yes, exactly. Like, and on their top. Yeah. them off the roof, yeah. Mm-hmm. But yeah, yeah, then yeah. there's other things that were completely surprising, like um, the, 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 the role that the tank played, for example, or the, um, the, that horse. <laughs> I, I had mentioned that to you before. Totally didn't expect that, though. Are we doing spoiler alerts, by the way? We're just assuming everyone has already. Yeah, I don't think you okay. need to worry about 
Yeah. Um, because when he, he, towards the end, he's on the horse, he's in his element, he's got his uniform on, he's clearly the hero, and it's in, he, he's in, it's his, um, he's in, used to being in charge, he handles weapons, clearly handles everything well. He's, and then does the dumbest thing, which is ignoring the two, uh, the first two zombie CCs in town, and then turns a corner surrounded by zombies, and then the horse is taken down and eaten. <laughs> I mean, the, the, and, and the cowboy's horse is eaten. You don't shoot the horse in the movies. You don't, no one does the bows and arrows towards the horses. You leave the horses alone, and they fed the horse to the zombies. <laughs> I liked that, that, how different it was in the sense that there's a certain set of rules yeah. in a zombie movie, and they're breaking some of the rules. But on the other hand, they're following other rules really well. Like, I like that the zombies aren't just interested in your brains. They're eating everything. I like that. Now, what do you think that, do you think there's going to be any kind of, like, difference in the regular, in the zombie, uh, you know, the rules of the zombies? The only thing, I don't know, the only thing that I got a hint of, they seem like, they seem like normal zombies to me. Like when I say normal zombies, I mean like Romero zombies, in that they're mm-hmm. slow and uh, they can't really do much to you on their on their uh, when they're on their own. It's only when they're in a pack that they're dangerous, really. And that's really what yeah. that's really like the, the Romero zombies. But the one thing that hinted at that maybe they had a little bit more intelligence was the girl zombie, the little girl zombie, mm-hmm. picks up. Uh, she picks up her uh, stuffed animal as she's walking away. Yeah. I don't know, that be a little hint of like maybe they're a little bit smarter than your average brain chasing zombie. I don't know. What do you think? Do you think they're going to just stick to the stick to the game plan with the, how the smartness of the zombies are? Or are they going to be different? Uh, I think I think it's more like Fido zombies, you know, <laughs> but and also Shaun of the Dead zombies that they basically re- return to whatever their routine was when they were alive, but that doesn't mean that there's a great deal of intelligence. But that, that's just my, my theory. So there's no I'm running wondering, back. I'm not reading too much into it. I don't, I, I'm just trying to think. Here's where I'm coming from. They have, a long, they have a long story arc to go on as far as like a TV show. So I'm figuring like, they got to go through. They're going to have to go through a lot of different uh, storylines, and I was sort of hoping that we would sort of maybe go into a zombie storyline. Maybe I don't know. I'm gonna I'm gonna take a guess. I, and again, I don't know. I'm gonna take a guess that at some point a zombie character is going to get introduced, and we follow that character. I think that would be kind of interesting. That would uh, be. Yeah. And, may, and maybe maybe it would be one of our characters that gets turned. I don't know, but uh, it kind of seems like they'll go in that direction. Because it seems like they're they're gonna the way the interviews that I've heard with Darabon is that he's he's willing to take his time with this and just let it let it be you know yeah mm-hmm. so perhaps so perhaps something like that will happen where you where you get the, a little bit of did he talk about eating the horse did I miss that yeah we were we were just we touched on that but we didn't really like get into it a lot I like well, your thoughts on that one one weird thing about that is that okay so I watched all the Romero zombie movies, and the, the most recent one was called Survival of the Dead, and it was real bad, but the yeah, main... Cr- the main... What? The, ma- the main crux of that movie was 
these one group of men were trying to get zombies to learn to eat other stuff. Oh. <laughs> and and it, and the movie ended with them eating a horse. So I was like, oh, oh that, that was such a big uh, comparison. And I wonder if Romero ripped that off from the comic. I wonder. It was very strange. Yeah. But, yeah. Well, one thing Terry was saying is when you were off the call, Micah, was that she, I asked her about the, the copy from the hospital thing, and she said that it was maybe more of, like, an homage to the other zombie movies. Like, it's not really a yeah. ripoff. It's kind of like just nodding your head and saying, yeah, this came from your storyline. I'll use it. You know, not really, like, all no zombie movies are really original. So yeah. why not just acknowledge that there's a billion storylines here and we can just kind of pick and choose from each other and not really right. be too worried about it, you know? Yeah. Well, I, I also thought it wasn't just an homage, but that they, there were some really crucial intentional differences. So that the opening of the story isn't about the outbreak, it's about our main character and how he got shot and got put in the hospital. Um, and then also when he comes out of the hospital, he pretty quickly see, um, sees what's going on as opposed to 28 days later, he has to walk across you know, London Bridge and then slowly, yeah. slowly, and then he still walks into a church and says hello and wakes up all the zombies. Whereas yeah. this guy... Yeah, it's pretty obvious pretty quickly. And I always also thought it was realistic that the horror on his face, his reaction to it, and how it mounts until he comes out into that back parking lot, I guess it was, to see the bodies with all shot in the head yeah. and laid out. Yeah. Um, and then the way that the, the camera pulled back, and um, you know, I don't know if this was intentional, but reminded me a little of Gone with the Wind, that kind of pulling back and showing the enormity of, the number of the bodies. Yeah. Okay. That maybe that was a really obscure reference. <laughs> maybe that wasn't intentional, but but I like it. You know, I'm one thinking, of the things I wanted, okay. to, wanted to mention too that I liked, and it really. I hope this. They keep talking about this. How this series is going to be like character driven, and uh, that seems to be what we're, where we're headed. When he comes, when the when the main guy comes home, and he's looking for his wife, and basically collapses in grief because he's like basically realizing that they've been killed, he just basically collapses in a horrible grief. And I thought that was just a, it was just a realistic way that it would be like what would happen. Like, mm-hmm. and he just kind of curls up on the floor for, for a while because he's just devastated. And I just really liked that scene. I thought that was like, he didn't, it wasn't like a hero who puts up, pulls up his upper lip, you know, and goes and packs up with his gear, you know, he basically collapses for that moment just in a daze. I thought that was really good, really, I guess realistic yeah. is what the word. As, you, as, a movie, as a movie viewer, you want him to, like, to find the answers and say, okay, like, find out what's going on, but that's much more realistic to, mm-hmm. you know, to totally that's, break down. And I thought that that went along, too, with the little boy's reaction to his mother and and curling up on the bed, you know, with his, his dad putting the pillow over the kid's head so the kill, to help the kid. So he's telling the kid to cry into the pillow. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. You know, that that also was another moment where you thought, you know, in other movies the father would go up and take care of, you know, maybe even the kid would have killed the, the mother. But this was different, and this made it seem more realistic about how people would really react to that kind of situation. Oh man, that that was one of the uh, like and, and, really painful. And just, yeah. 
and just that whole scene of the of the him trying to shoot his wife. I mean, that was just fantastic acting, and I appreciated mm-hmm. it that he didn't shoot her. There was no, there was not a resolution to that. I liked that. that yeah. Okay, this guy's, this guy's this guy's uh, battle is not over. Right. Yeah. yeah. I like the. I really like the two characters that he comes across, and I like that the the father is a little bit afraid. Like he doesn't just go like, yeah, let's go to Atlanta. He's like, I got to work up to this and you know, figure out how to shoot again, and, mm-hmm. you know, I got a kid responsibility. I thought that was all a realistic way of thinking, you know what I mean? Yeah, and in fact, that's some, one pet peeve I have about a lot of movies is how people suddenly are perfect shots out of nowhere, uh-huh. <laughs> and, and even someone who is really practiced is not always, it's much harder than you think to not only shoot a target, but shoot a moving target and just shoot it when unprepared. And yeah. this thought of, oh, we actually have to practice. But then well, that added a layer of horror because I, when I, he said that, I don't know why, but I thought shooting at cans or something like that. But then later I thought, oh, my God, he's right. He's going to be practicing on the zombies. <sighs> you know, but that's realistic too. Yeah. Did, did, you, uh, talk about half, did you talk about Half Lady in the park yet? No. I just thought that I just thought that you know she looked awesome. That that was just really good effects, and that scene with her even was sad in a in a in a, in a sick way. Mm-hmm. Well, and also the way he apologized to her. Right, 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 right. Oh man, I'm sorry that this happened to you. But there was a moment. I don't know if you guys thought this, but I had this horrible feeling at one point that that might have been his wife. But no, right? Yeah, that was I, just a stranger. I, yeah, I did too. I had that for a for a second, split second. Mm-hmm. I thought, oh, oh, that's his wife. But no, yeah, thank God. I I had the same thought too. I thought it was. And what do you guys think about the? Here, here's what I think about the zombies. I think they look really good. And I think I mentioned this when I in my email to you. I like the fact that they are letting the show like basically blow away the zombies with shots to the head, and they're showing it basically mm-hmm. all the way through. And even when I looked at the making of, they have Daramont on there, and he says, yeah, they haven't really stopped us in all that. We're basically, you know, blowing these things away, and they haven't really told us to shy away from any of that violence. And I think uh, it really heightens uh, heightens it for me. Uh, it's more, It makes it more like a movie. I, always, I expected it to be like, oh, yeah, we're going to see a zombie, like, sort of in glancing view, and the deaths are going to be kind of weak because it's a TV show. But I guess just because it's on a cable network, it's really like, you know, they're letting they're letting things go. I, I, I really like I, that. What do you think? I think it, I think it, I think you almost have to. I think it, you have to have headshots, and you got to have you know entrails in a zombie movie or a zombie story. Otherwise, the geeks are gonna be outraged. Yeah. I think it comes with the territory. You have to have it. But I mean, it's great. I guess mm-hmm. I'm a geek that likes it. But I don't know. I think I think it just it's just an element that has to be there. I I agree, and I also think there was a shot early on in the hospital when he's first walking through and kind of discovering things, and there's this quick shot of a bloody meat. Oh wait, there was one. Oh, that's right, the completely half eaten with a woman where all you see yeah. is her rib cage. She's disemboweled. Um, yeah. That was a good shot, and I thought that was better than showing someone being torn apart and eaten. Because that, so lots of times they're being torn apart and eaten just looks really fake, even in a movie with good special effects. Yeah. Maybe that looked more real. 
And I'm not sure exactly why that was more horrifying and more real to me than actually having seen that happen to that woman. Mm-hmm. And and uh, it could be because there's a part of me that's jaded about this genre, but that particular look of a like a real carcass, I don't know, was okay. something I hadn't seen before. I think does this cut off at, at 30 minutes? I'm just wondering. Um, no, it's, I still get a thing that says it's being recorded. I wouldn't worry about it. Okay, sorry. Um, I think that there is a level of horrific, uh, there's a good horrific effect when, when you stumble across dead people. And I think that is a little bit more horrific than seeing a zombie, because then, then, you know, it's like a, it's like a, a fantasy when you see the zombie. But there's a lot of scenes where you see like dead bodies with flies oh, on it. All right. A scene where they uh, come into a, a, a room where it was obviously like a suicide, a suicide mm-hmm. family. Like there's bags over their head, and to me that is like a lot more horrific than to see like what you're saying, like uh, you know, a zombie attack. So I, yeah, I, I I'm with you, and I think that the people that are doing the effects and doing the makeup here, they gotta be like. Um, having a ball, you know what I mean? Like, this got to be right up their alley. And they're like, holy moly, this is a TV show. It's not just one movie. They get to do all these crazy things in a TV show. I bet they're really happy. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. It, it, it's going to be interesting to see where it goes, though, because for me, what I like is the novelty, the different things that I haven't really seen before. Or sometimes the novelty is, yeah, I saw th- this in one movie, like, um, and you know, the last man in the world walking into an empty town, and then I've seen something else in another movie, but I haven't seen them all put together. And the, the biggest thing I haven't seen before is real grief, and I, I think yeah. that's the key. Yeah. Yeah, I think you're you're yeah you're right on the money. I hope Micah said that I don't know if you heard when my, if you were on Micah said that the season is only six episodes. Oh my gosh! Which is really kind of disappointing, but but they they I guess they start season two in February, so it'll probably be the same time next oh, year. Okay, that's okay then. Yeah. But yeah, on the other hand, you're gonna have to wait another a long time to get to season two, then. it's only right. six episodes. Right, that's good. But I I think that that's better because I can't see this working well over the long haul. This yeah. has got to be something short and sweet, otherwise yeah. it just dies. Yeah. Unless they unless they do some crazy story like we were talking about before, like I don't, yeah, I, I mean, mm-hmm. these are this is a this is a apocalypse story. Where can it go other than just okay, let's let's just get wrapped up in the characters and then I don't know, I, mm-hmm. yeah, I I don't I don't want to see it drawn out either. No, although I I just finished reading a zombie a huge zombie novel called The Passage, and it takes place over about two hundred years, and. Mm-hmm. That does actually find a way to have a resolution without really a resolution, and it's not cliched. And it eventually, and this might happen here, it does address the zombie point of view and another whole level of tragedy. You know, that, that one level of the survivors looking at basically a walking corpse and the other level of the walking corpse needing to be released. That could be interesting. But if they don't just, they don't go in that direction, then there's only so far this could go. 
either the world ends forever or they find a solution. And I can't imagine that I, how they could do it without it being a cliche. Yeah. Well, I that's just when I keep. I'm not. I haven't. We. Ha, I haven't. I have looked at the comic books, but I hope that there's. Once we get past this, this novelty of this apocalypse, and we get to a set of characters, mm-hmm. they have like a storyline to go to that's interesting to follow because it's not going to be interesting just to be like following an apocalyptic journey. Uh, although this movie, this this episode, maybe did you guys read the road? Kind of, it reminded me of that a lot too, and that was a whole novel. Yeah, and and the interesting there thing there is that there is no real resolution. Right. And that brings up a, a whole different question, and that could be interesting too. Boy, imagine that a series that has no positive ending. <laughs> if it takes the road, wow. Well, yeah. I, I would like it. Yeah. I think it's going to be a little bit more fun though. I got a feeling because I think the way it ended, and we touched on this earlier, and the fact that it's a comic book, I think it's going to be, it's going to change and have a little bit more fun. I hope it does a little bit, just a little bit more fun than what we. I didn't. I didn't watch all of that making of, but I did see some of the other actors, and I saw that that guy, you know, that guy Michael Rooker. Yeah. He's the guy from it. Henry's Portrait of a Serial yeah. Killer. Yeah. Which I, I like that guy a lot. He's in it. Yeah. He'll he'll, he'll be good. Well. <laughs> He's the only one that I recognize, though. I didn't recognize any of the other actors. That was the actor who played Henry in Portrait of the Serial Killer? Yeah, yeah. Okay. And and nice to have him referenced for that instead of for Monk, which I think he's awful in. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I don't know what other movie he's in. He's in in the car racing movie with Tom Cruise. That's the only other one I know. He's like the Ryan Sea of Love. Oh, Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, no, it should be interesting. And of course, the the best, the most idyllic part of a post-apocalyptic world is the part before you start interacting with other people. It, then, yeah, when you exactly. interact with other people, then you get into the messy part. Right. And that's one of the appeals of post-apocalyptic uh, stories is what it's like to be away from people and have all those resources to yourself. Yeah. That, that always that, that always ends. <laughs> Yeah, I love that part. I love that part of I love that part of apocalypse apocalypse stories. Is that there's this like ultimate freedom that they have in that moment. Like mm-hmm. I think it was this part that we saw in this play was when he sees the horse. He's like, "Oh my God, I'm just going to ride this horse to Atlanta." You know, yeah. that's mm-hmm. always the mm-hmm. moment of like, "Wow, this yeah. is I can do anything I want." And uh, that's, that's why. Uh, that's why Dawn of the Dead, the second uh, Romero movie, it's so good because they, it's the characters arriving at a mall, and it's like, it's like holy crap, this is, you know, we're, we're, li- we're going to live the high life. And the whole movie, the best part of the movie is, like, you know, they get to go all, to all the stores, they get to eat all this food, yeah. they go ice skating mm-hmm. and all this stuff. And, yeah, that is the element to these stories that are great. Like, oh, nobody's around. I, nobody can tell me not to do this. Right. But then yeah. the characters always get punished for that freedom. <laughs> Well, they get they, really, get they get they get too comfortable and they let their guard down, right? And they leave right. they leave the back they leave the back door open and zombie gets in or whatever. Yes, or, or they shrug their shoulders when they just see two zombies and think, oh, no big deal. Right. <laughs> and then they turn a corner. Man, when that moment when he saw that wall of zombies. Oh, I know that was great, and that overhead oh shot of of the swarm like they were ants. 
That yeah. Really good. The oh very ending, God. the overhead shot, I thought was great. Yeah, when yeah. they're eating the horse, like they're swarming right. over it. Yeah. Right. But also, you know what I liked too is when he went in the tank, and of course, I knew. I, I at that point I was a little disappointed. I'm thinking, I know the first thing to do is shoot the corpse in the head, <laughs> just to be sure. <laughs> and he didn't. Yeah. But what I liked was. The ricochet inside oh, the yeah. tank. Yeah, oh, that yeah. was great. Yeah, I liked that too. It was like, yeah, that was what would really happen. He would be like right. dazed by that sound. Like mm-hmm. they're not just like doing this fake movie stuff where he can like shoot inside of a tank. Yeah, mm-hmm. not problems. Oh, oh God, yeah. yeah. So, so I am looking forward to see what happens next, and especially I like um, when an episode ends with a voice out of nowhere. What was it? It was on the walkie-talkie or on the... Right. In, <laughs> I think he calls them dumbass, or I think he calls them, like, maybe dumbass. Yeah, like, Something. hey, dumbass in the tank. How are you right. doing? Yeah. Like that. Exactly. Oh, my God. Um, All right, Bill, I got to hang up. All right, I don't have much more to say. I, I just, I'm just really, I'm really, uh, I'm, I think we can wrap it up unless you have a lot, Terry. I, I, I just am really surprised and happy that there's a story line going like this, and I'm, I hope it catches on. What do you think? I, I'm thinking the same thing, so I'm looking forward yeah. to talking about the. So right now, it sounds like none of us have a prediction about the next episode. We just have lots of anticipation. Yeah. So we just want to make sure that, um, so I think Are you guys going to read funny. the comic book? I'm very tempted to read it. Now, I don't know if I should read it or not. What should I do? I, I, I'm tempted too, but I'm not going to do it. I'm not going to do Me it. Me neither. I'm not going to either. I've heard I've read the better. comic I read the comic book up to where we are right now, and I'm like, should I read a little bit further? Oh. And then I'll, mm-hmm. I'll just I'll turn it off now. Resist the temptation. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I won't read it. Okay. Okay. All right. All right. So until the next podcast, then. Okay. Yeah. Well, the, this. When do you think you'll watch it? Because I don't. Ha- I have to watch it online, so I can't watch well, it. I'm, uh, I'm. I'm recording it. So I can watch okay. it tomorrow night or any time after that. I'll probably be able to see it Monday. But we'll just set up another time and do this again because it's fun. And I think that uh, Lori watched it, too, and she liked mm-hmm. it. But she's just not home right now. So she's going to join us for the next one, too. Oh, it would be great. And, um, I, you know, I called in on my cell. I just now figured out how to actually dial in through the service. I'll go ahead and get an account, and um, this is a good way to do it. Yeah, I think so, too. It's not... You just have to kind of, like, avoid the delay a little bit because people are delayed. But I think it might be better because it gives people a chance to actually say a whole paragraph without getting interrupted. <laughs> yes, that's a good point. <laughs> cool. Okay. 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 Let me know when you want to do it next. All right. Okay. okay. Bye. Bye. Bye.